Alexa, who is Adam Ferrara? Adam Ferrara is an American actor and comedian known for playing the roles of Chief Needles Nelson on Rescue Me, Sergeant Frank Virelli opposite Edie Falco on Nurse Jackie. He was a co-host on the U.S. version of Top Gear, and his current stand-up special is called It's Scary in Here. It's available for you free on YouTube. Adam's new podcast is a big hit and available everywhere. Sounds like it could be funny. Sounds to me like 30 minutes you'll never get back. I am so glad you guys are here because it's showtime and it's just not the same without you. We have a great show for you again this week. My guest in the ADD interview is comedian, you know him from Last Comic Standing and NPR's Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me. It's my pal, Alonzo Bowden. And we want to welcome everyone from our Talk To Me Tuesday family. That's our conversation we hear every week. 9 o'clock Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific. Go to my website, click the link, and join the conversation. And our super fan shout out is for Marta. Say hi to Marta, everybody. Hello, Marta. Marta, how you doing? Uh, Marta, Phil would like to say hello, uh, but he is still adrift. But he is making an appearance on this show. Uh, my he mom is. is feeling, yeah, he is. I was in New York. We did the last couple of shows from New York because I was in New York. I was doing stand-up and I went to see my mom. She's, she's feeling better. I just want to look after my mom for a while because, you know, I love my mom. Yeah. And uh, we called my mom. When I say we, I mean me and Phil. I conferenced him in. And, uh, you know, I like to make... I like to laugh as much as I can. <laughs> what did you do, Adam? Well, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just laughing in anticipation of where your mind might go with this. All right. And after that call that Phil and I had with my mom, I had another conversation with Phil. And it, it, here, listen to this. It'll explain what I did. Well, can we just call your mom? Can we just call your mom a sincere phone call and talk to her? We did. We talked to her. You're playing sound bites of my voice on a recording over the phone. She doesn't know which is which. <laughs> I'm like, how's you doing it? I'm like, she's not going to be able to decipher if it's me or the recording. <laughs> she's not. Yeah. <laughs> it's like your one big radio show that just is constantly on all the time. <laughs> That's so great. I can only imagine... So what did you play? Show me your ding ding. <laughs> okay, Adam. Of course. <laughs> that's not what you play to your mom or anyone. Well, it did kind of work. Listen. Show me your ding ding. Show me your ding ding. <laughs> <laughs> she went like this. Who? Ding ding. Who's here? <laughs> what? 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 You, know, you having ring dings? No. Listen, mom. <laughs> Phil was like all nervous. He's like, he had to, he had to, because it was his voice. So he had to tell my mother, no, 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 that's not it. (laughs) (laughs) You ought to be ashamed of yourself. You ought to be ashamed of yourself. Why? Because that's your mom. We're calling to see how she's doing. She was, she was laughing. I'm going to wash my balls. Oh my God. (laughs) Why does he even say that? So you have a sound out of that. I don't know. That's just odd. <laughs> just capture the moment. You're like, I'll need this uh, at some point. You should see her face right now, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Goodness. Honey, I'll be honest with you. That's the first time I've ever heard him say that. <laughs> but I have heard him say stuff over and over again. And uh, that's what led to this. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> what are you talking about? See what I'm saying? <laughs> that was a recording. That was, the, that was even the people listening don't even know now. <laughs> oh, my God. This is bizarre. How bizarre. Oh, my God. You that one, too? Goodbye. He hung up. <laughs> he hung up. <laughs> he really? forgot, yeah, he forgot really? about that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, so my mom's feeling better. And uh, <laughs> and, and Phil's great. When someone, someone Phil said, I got to send flowers, send a whole thing. Phil's, Phil's very, he's got a giant heart. Yes. Oh, yeah, he does. And, and and apparently he has clean balls, according uh, to Adam, what Adam, Adam, Adam. <laughs> Let's move on. Okay. So he wanted to know if my mother got the flowers. So he was the rest of the girl. Your mother get my flowers? <laughs> I don't know. Call her and ask her. Sounds like a threat. Yeah. I'm not going to call her and ask her. That's too self-serving. So you'll get me to do it. That's not self-serving. <laughs> because you're her son. You call her anyway and talk to her and see if she mentions it. I just want to make sure she got them. All right. I'll call up and say, listen, Phil called me. wants to know if you got the flowers. No. Don't do that. <laughs> just call her up and talk to her. <laughs> what, what happened? Is it coming out your nose? Yes. <laughs> my wife was drinking coffee. <laughs> my iced coffee came out to my nose. <laughs> I should know better. Oh, You're adorable. Yeah. Just call her up and talk to her like a normal person. I'll call her up and go, Ma, did you get any flowers? She'll say yes, but I don't know who they're from. <laughs> Can you just call your mom? Oh, man. <laughs> be honest he's right at the end i don't know what's what was him and what was the taped version of him it no, reminded brilliant. me of that that movie with the house of mirrors what like you're stuck in the house of mirrors and you're turning around it's you and then you turn around it's you it's you it's you you don't know what is you yeah yeah <laughs> crazy well, that's we got to put phil in a house of mirrors we need to do that <laughs> absolutely yes <laughs> that's funny so <laughs> so adam you recorded that call between you and phil but you didn't record the golden call between you, Phil, and your mom? No, I didn't. I, guess I couldn't. Oh, I, man. I, I forgot the record. That one wasn't done in the studio. That was done in New York. All right. You need to sharpen your skills. I know. I got to sharpen my skills and be ready at a moment's notice. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, so, so Phil went a little nuts, but I, my mom's doing Drove well. Drove a little nuts. Either way, he got there. <laughs> yes. little help from his friends. little help. Oh, God, I love Phil. He makes me laugh so much. You both are stupid. <laughs> well, I will tell you this: "Stupid, don't get tired." I learned that from Alonzo because that's the title of his special. Okay, I, I agree. You agree? I agree. <laughs> I really enjoyed catching up with my pal. So, you guys listen to this, and we will see you on the other side. What is self-serving bias? A self-serving bias is a common tendency for people to take credit for the positive events or outcomes. There are many instances in our life when we praise ourselves for good things. 
As humans, we desire to feel good about ourselves, and self-serving bias protects our self-esteem. Phil called me, wants to know if you got the flowers. No, don't do that. <laughs> Just call up and talk to me. <laughs> you are listening to the Adam Ferrara Podcast. That's 30 minutes, you'll never get back. I know. Would you shut up? Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hi, guys. I got some stand-up dates for you. Thursday, August 25th, I will be at the theater in Reno, Nevada. Friday, the 26th of August, I will be at the Crystal Bay Club Casino in Crystal Bay, Nevada. Saturday, the 27th of August, Grass Valley Center for the Arts in Grass Valley, California. Wait, there's more. September 16th, I will be at the Opera House in Jim Thorpe, Pennsylvania. September 17th, I will be at the Newton Theater in Newton, Pennsylvania. And September 23rd and 24th, I will be at the Gotham Comedy Club in New York City. Is there a special show, Adam? You bet your ass there is. October 6th, I will be at the Gilmore Car Museum in Richland, Michigan. There's a link for tickets right here in the show notes, or you can go to the website and click the link there. And as always, if you can make any of these gigs, you please come up after the show, because I want to thank you for all the love and support you've shown me and this podcast. All right, go on, get out of here. Pay attention when I'm talking to you, boy. ADHD, it's not just for kids. Nice boy, but doesn't listen to a word you say. Welcome to the ADD interview. It's not that you're not interesting, it's just that I can't focus. And my guest this week is... Oh, look, a bird! My guest this week is an actor, comedian, car guy, grand prize winner of the third season of Last Comic Standing. His new stand-up special is called Stupid Don't Get Tired, and it's available for you free on YouTube. He's a longtime regular on NPR's Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me. He's worked on the Stealth Fighter. He gave his brother a kidney, and we both agree that the Porsche 928 is like dating a crazy person. It's really fun, but eventually it's going to go bad. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it's my pal, Alonzo Bowden. How are you, baby? I am great, man. What an intro. What an intro. <laughs> I told you I risked the 928 for about a month, and it scared me away. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, I, I remember being on the phone with you. I going, yeah, it's it's nice, but it, it's going to go. It's kind of aluminum block, and it's a front engine. It's a, it's going to go. It's going to go. Yeah. Well, you, well, what do you have? Because you're a car, for those for those of you people that are not familiar, you're a car guy. You're a motorcycle guy. You worked on the stealth 
fighter. You were an airplane I pilot did. before you got in I the game. I did. I worked on the original F-117 when it was all top secret. It was a, a fascinating um, aircraft to work on. And today I'm driving. I got an M5. That is the latest mm -hmm. uh, acquisition. Absolutely, absolutely awesome car. Um, you know, I'm still gas powered. I, I don't know. Are you electric yet? I'm still, mm, I, I'm I still see, buying gasoline. I still got, I mean, I still got my old 1990 LS400. It's 4.7 liter cylinders on that thing. Yeah. It, yeah. It, it drinks like a Kennedy. So I, you know, <laughs> but I do, I do like the Maki. I got in an argument over, I got, I got in a discussion with the Maki with Titus. Uh, he says it's not a Mustang. I'm like, yes, it is. So. Yeah, I'm heading that way. I think it's funny that, and I know we're losing a bunch of listeners right now, but oh yeah, <laughs> I think it's funny that they gave that um, the name Mustang mm -hmm. while still making the Mustang. That's what's odd, right? The Mach E, because Mach One is, is it, you know, it's a Mustang thing. So why would you come out with a completely different car, actually an electric crossover, and call that a Mustang? while you're still making the car that everyone knows is the Mustang. Because it's brilliant. That's why. Because we're having <laughs> we're having the conversation right now. That's why they did it. I think it's I think it's brilliant. Did did Ford run out of horse names perhaps? Now you I understand not bringing back Pinto, but right. what's wrong with the Appaloosa? The Ford Appaloosa. First of all, it's too many words and the badge is going to be this big. It's too many letters. The bag's going to be this big. Stop it. Yeah. So I, I got to get back to the stealth fighter. What did you do on the stealth fighter? Um, I started out in structures, but most of my career was hydraulics and flight controls. Uh -huh. So um, testing all the flight control systems, the, the landing gear, the flaps, the um, auxiliary power units, things like that. Uh, that was my that was my principal thing. We were the last crew to work on it before they ran the engines. Mm. Okay, now let me, you tested like all that stuff. You didn't test it in the air, right? You didn't go, let's see what happens to him. No, 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 this is this was all the ground testing. So sometimes, you know, here's a funny thing, Adam. Sometimes that sounds great, but like a landing gear test would be the landing gear have to go up and down a hundred times. Mm -hmm. So you're just sitting in the cockpit, you're up, yeah. <laughs> you're down, yeah, yeah, you're up, you know, <laughs> and that's how you spend your day. Right. But uh, but that was the gig. The the funniest part was always the first time you put hydraulic pressure on, right? Because mm -hmm. it, they call it plumbing, because that's what it is. It's all yeah. through the aircraft. Every control surface, everything is run by hydraulics. Well, the first time you run the fluid through, that's when you find the leaks. Yeah. And that, I mean, it would be all over the place, just fluid spewing out because, you know, it's just manufacturing like we could fix them. Yeah. But it was always funny that first time no one wanted to be anywhere near the airplane without a raincoat on it. Was <laughs> <laughs> How did now what was the clearance? Because that that that's like, you know, that's skunk work. I stuff. was. I was a secret clearance. In order to go where the plane flew, mm. you had to be top secret, which, um, I again, I didn't work on the actual flying plane. So I never moved up to top secret. 
But I was at the level, and it's, it's very interesting how they do this. They compartmentalize it, right? So they build the wings over here and they mm. build the fuselage here and they build the tail over here. So you had to have a top secret to be in the building where the entire plane came together because we saw the entire thing. You know, the idea being that if you were kidnapped by Russian spies, you could only identify the section you worked on. Now, in reality, if a mechanic got kidnapped by a Russian spy, we'd be looking for hourly wage. All right. We'd be saying, <laughs> you want to go, you want to go kidnap the engineers. All we know is what they tell us and we bolt it together. So sorry, sorry, Igor, you got the wrong guy. <laughs> <laughs> and is that how you got your love of like, cause you're a mechanical dude. I mean, we had this conversation before I got into uh, cars uh, through my dad and my mechanical ability was to hold the light, but you can actually wrench. <laughs> No, actually, I, I had a mechanical interest before that. And my my uh, buddy's dad was an airplane mechanic. Mm -hmm. So he talked to me about it. And that was when I first looked at it as a job or a career. I think I started the mechanical stuff uh, with bicycles, taking mm -hmm. apart bicycles, putting bikes back together, making bikes out of junk parts. You know, uh, that rat was, rodding bikes. Yeah, rat rodding bicycles. That was that was my initial interest. And then back in those days, this was back in the 80s, I would work on my cars. I'd mm. work on my car or my bike or whatever. Now, you know, with, with my car, right, I got a BMW. I think when you open the hood on top of the cover, it just is none of your business. Yeah. There's, there's nothing in there for you to touch. BMW even did away with the dipstick. They're like, no, go back inside and look at the dash. You're it will kidding. tell you how much oil it has. <laughs> I can, first of all, I can't even when you texted me because you you were we would you were dabbling in a used Bentley for a while and we were trading some yes, text back yes, and forth. And then when you told me you got the M5, I'm like, you need a degree to run just to turn that radio on. I can't. <laughs> the the uh, the good thing that they did with that iDrive is, mm -hmm. and um, uh, you know Billy Gardell. He, yeah, yeah, of course you know and love Billy. Billy's a recent BMW driver. And I told him, I said, Billy, just think of it as the mouse on your computer. That's the good thing they did. It, it really, if you, if, you, if you understand using your mouse, it has the same logic. You're literally just clicking through screens and you know setting up and finding what you want. So while it is more complicated than, than uh, probably your Lexus, mm -hmm. it's not as impossible to use as some things I've seen where it's like, Oh, I gotta, I gotta relearn this. Like initially, when BMW first started with this iDrive system, you had to go to a class when you bought the car. Yeah. And then I think they learned over time, like we better dumb this down if anyone's gonna drive them. So. Yeah, yeah. that's what. I mean, look, I know the future's coming, so I know that we have to adapt to the environment. I miss the theater. I miss the, the sound, the smells, you know, the visceral, the shifting. I miss all of that thing. But when I was driving the Mach-E, Ford sent me the GT Performance. It's got spirit. I mean, it's there's spirit in that car. Zero to 60 in like in the same, I think it's it's 2.1 or 3 seconds. That's a, that, that's Gallardo speed. Yeah, there's no, listen, there's no denying electric works. Mm. especially because electric motors are at instant are instantly at maximum torque that's mm. why the cars are so quick sure there's no acceleration is uh does it have shifting most of them don't even have no nah. a shift they just have one gear and it works i i still like gas listen i i was just reading an article that 
I think it's Kylie Jenner. I can't keep up with which one is which. <laughs> but I think that's the one that's the, like the rich, the richest. She she does five minute flights in her private jet. Like so, so the amount of, that you and I are doing to the environment, we can't touch a Kardashian. You know, mm-hmm. there, there's always like it, it's always funny to be when environmentalists like stars use a private jet. It's like, okay, your flight is more gas than I will use in the next three years. You yeah. know, so, but no, I get it. And I get the electric thing. I just haven't made the switch yet. Uh, mm. I still like road trips also. Uh, one of the things I think they need to do with electric cars, they got to standardize this charging. You can't yeah. have a different charger for every car. It, it's, it's, you know, say you want to drive somewhere. You want to go from here to, I don't know, Vegas. So you want to go from here to, to wherever. And it's like, oh, I pulled into a Tesla charging. I got a Ford. Oh, I pulled yeah. into a Ford. I got a, you know, Hyundai or whatever. It, it's, it would be like every gas nozzle for every car being different. <laughs> yeah, you got it. I think that's the one thing that's mandatory for your infrastructure. Eat it out, or we're going to be standing on Mach-E's with like a kite and a key, just waiting for it to rain. <laughs> so I want to ask you about giving your brother a kidney. Yeah. So um, my brother was having a, I, I guess you'd call it like a degenerative kidney failure. Like mm-hmm. his kidney function was dropping. Right little by little. And it dropped to a point where he had to start dialysis. Mm-hmm. So I said, um, I said, Hey, if I can give you a kidney, I'll give you a kidney. So we did, you know, we did all the testing. We were compatible. Um, it was all good. So we schedule. How scheduled, old are you now at this point? I'm sorry. How old are you? I was 50, 10 years ago. Okay. So we schedule the, uh, the surgery for March. And they said that I had to take, I think they said I had to take three weeks off to do the surgery. So, you know, the way we work, it's like, okay, I got to schedule that in advance. Yeah. I can't, you know, it's not like I have a job where I could just call in. So we scheduled the whole thing for March. In February, my PSA, which is the uh, score for your prostate cancer, like the higher it is, the higher your risk, whatever. Mm -hmm. My number went up a little. My number went up from like, I don't know, a 2.0 to a 2.3 or something. They're like, oh, we might have to delay the surgery. I said, well, what does that mean? And they're like, well, you know, your number one. I said, well, what causes the number go up? They're like, eh, it's a lot. You know, when doctors get vague, when yeah. they don't really know, they're like, we don't know. So I said, we're doing the surgery. I said, look, I, I'm not rescheduling time off, all right? I can't, I can't afford to take off more time. And the doctor's like, this is the first time someone fought to give a kidney. <laughs> so what they did was they looked at the numbers and the number, it, it, it's a range, right? Like if you test it one day, it's 1.9 and another day it's 2.2 and mm. whatever. So that's like, everything's fine. So we did, so we, they pushed it back like two weeks. They did the surgery and a week later, about eight days later, I had a gig and I made the gig. Like you do the surgery, you're fine that night. They only keep you in the hospital an extra day to make sure you recovered from the anesthetic and all of that. Um, I was absolutely fine. You know, my brother today is fine. But the thing was, I got on stage a week and a half later and I was, uh, my brother lives in Connecticut. So I was staying at his house and he was like, man, 
I'm glad they didn't schedule three weeks because you couldn't be in the house three weeks not working. <laughs> I was like, no, I'd lose my mind. Right. Yeah, that, yeah. that you can't you can't sit a comic down mm. for three weeks and say, OK, just watch TV and don't do anything. No, no. Mm -mm. my brother would have, I'd have survived the kidney. And then my, I, what happened to Alonzo? His brother shot him. Yeah. His brother <laughs> shot him in the house. So, so. <laughs> now everything, listen, it's nine and a half years later. He's fine. I'm fine. And the thing we laugh about mm. is now his kidney functions higher than mine because they didn't remove his, they added mine. Right. So now he has three. Oh, and they I have turboed one. him. Yeah. He has three. I have one. His function is higher. It seems completely unfair, but his insurance paid for it. So who am I to do? You know? Yeah. Oh, man. Now, are you are you are you holding that over his head? Because I would do that every day. I was I got nothing, Adam. I got nothing for one year. I had like extra points after that. It was like, all right, get over it. You gave him a kidney. He's fine. You're fine. Shut up. You know, so that that's it. Not me. I'd be like, man, I wish I had someone to do this laundry. I only got one kidney. So it takes a lot for me to get up in the morning. I'll tell you what, what you get. This is the bonus for donating a kidney. Mm. If by some horrible chance I need a kidney. Yeah. I go to the front of the line. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah, that's the that's the payback for donating. I'd go to the front of the line. So actually, I just repossess mine. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I know where I got a spare. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I know I know you need a bone. You lost a bone in your wrists. Uh, yes. When you went down yes. on a bike. I, I just want to tell the audience you were on a track day. You're a big motorcycle guy and you got to do comedy yes. and you went to a track. The track days when you can just race. And uh, I remember when it happened, I think it was like, was it 2010 or so? Yeah, back then, like 10 or 11, yeah. Yeah. Um, shattered a bone in my wrist. The doctor mm. tried to fix it. The doctor, to this day, he and I are friends because of the, his diagnosis. <laughs> so you know how they have the x-rays up on the wall like this and they're looking at him? Yeah. And he's looking and he's like, man, you really fucked this up, did you? <laughs> Is that is that your medical diagnosis? He's like, yeah, this is fucked up. I don't know what I can do. We we instantly became friends. <laughs> but I remember when it happened, like, cause, and then I remember reading on the internet they were, they made you out to be like this motorcycle racer, and I was like, man, I don't know who writes on Wikipedia, but there was no way I was going to correct him. Whoever wrote it. <laughs> had me as one of the 10 fastest Ducati riders in the world. I was, I was racing. Adam, have you ever met a professional motorcycle racer? They're half your size, yeah. one third of mine. They, they are, they literally are jockeys. Yeah. They like at 110 pounds, they're like, all right, you, you get no more water. You yeah. can't drink water for a week. You weigh 110. They're tiny men. You know, they're gladiators. They're badass riders. But yeah, yeah whoever wrote that, had me racing Ducatis and I was coming out. It, it, it sounded so good. There's no way I'm going to correct that. <laughs> <laughs> so the new special is called Stupid Don't Get Tired. Here's the thing I love about you is uh, you're a, you do social commentary, uh, but you do it in a way that it's you're not you, you voice your opinion, but it doesn't seem to to piss people off it's there's no there's no malice of forethought and there's no there's no there's no intention of division 
in your material. Does that make sense? Yeah, I mean, you know, the, the great thing about stupid is there's nothing, nothing more democratic, nothing more, more stupid. Like I say, it just don't get tired. So you, <laughs> you, you, you just look at it, Adam, the day to day that we're dealing with just there, there are so many things I say, we deal with stupid on the micro and the macro level, right? Like I'm at, I'm at Pete's coffee. Mm -hmm. You you relate to this because you're a traveler like me, sure. seven o'clock in the morning, you're at the coffee shop and they're like, oh, we can't sell coffee because the internet's down. What? <laughs> no, we don't, we don't take cash. So yeah, we can't sell coffee because I said, I'll offer you cash. It, it's cash. It's legal tender for all yeah. that public and private. They wrote it right on the cash. <laughs> oh, we don't know how to take cash. Yes. So Adam, I stole the coffee. You don't <laughs> have an internet. You can't report it. I'm taking your coffee because I ain't got time for this kind of stupidity in the morning. So yeah, stupid don't get tired. When you wake up, it's already awake. When you go to bed, it's starting a night shift. Stupid's there all the time. And it just seemed like it just seemed like the right title at the right time. Yeah. Whenever you hear, oh, mm, <laughs> that's when you know there's going to be a problem. When you hear when you hear those sounds, you're like, yeah, this is not going to go well. And yeah. I'm not going to be able to listen. I get it. OK, I'm a boomer. Gen X, Gen Y, Gen Z, you're tired of us in our old ways. I get it. But cash, just let me ride it out for the next few years. I won't be here that much longer. Just <laughs> let me use the cash I got left. All right. Yeah. Just, I go. I feel I was, sorry for them. You know, you know who I feel sorry. This is why I feel bad for young people, Adam. I don't know who does generations, mm. but they started at X, which told me they didn't have a long plan for these kids, right? There's X. <laughs> Why is Z? What about after that? Oh, we're done. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 that change, and I don't. The only thing constant is change, my brother, and I don't do well with it. But it's something we have to we have to adapt to. And I think it's the what I'm what I'm messing with now is I get my anxiety kicks in because of the uncertainty, you know. So I got to get comfortable in the uncertainty. It's like sliding a car. You know, you could you could you could hit the gas, you blip the gas, you 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 load up the suspension, then you got to wait for the car to process that. Yeah, you know, yeah, it, it's you know we're in such a we're in such an insane time now, and people are so angry. That's another yeah. thing that's going on. The level of anger you can't reason with people because it's easier to be angry than empathetic. It's easier to be angry than to think. So anything you say they automatically yell on the other side. Yeah, it's just, I, the anger that that's out there is, it, it's frightening and it's it's reactionary. It's easier to, it's easier to, to subscribe to a group that will label for you yeah. and give you the, give you what to think and what to say in the face of, in the face of something that comes up that you disagree with. There is no healthy discourse anymore. Right. And, you know, and there's no absolutes, right? Like, you you know, guns, right? Big, big topic, big this or that. And I tell them all the time, I'm not anti-gun. I'm anti-stupid. Yeah. But I don't, I, it, it's not, it doesn't seem to be generational. You know, it seems just to be, it's prevalent. You know? Again, this is where we as comedians, right? We've always been that voice that says you're ridiculous. You're an mm -hmm. idiot. You're no, we're not, we're not going to quietly tolerate this, right? It's always been comedians who pointed out the stupidity and in hopes, in hopes that someone's listening, you know, yeah. and that, that, 
it still holds true. I mean, John Stewart obviously got the biggest publicity for that, where there was a whole generation that actually got their news from John because mm -hmm. he was the most palatable source. But you know, you you go back, you go back to Carlin, or um, you know, you look at Chappelle today. I mean, mm -hmm. Chappelle has dropped more wisdom, you know, in in the past couple of years than than anybody. And we don't, unfortunately, we don't have a, a Mike Wallace or a Walter Cronkite anymore. We don't have anybody in the news. That's the thing is, that's the thing about, you can dial up any reality you want on the internet. And then when, when real life doesn't, doesn't match that, you just lose your mind. I mean, here's the thing about life for me. It, it's, it's not here to, it's not here to accommodate me. It's here to challenge me. And I'll be honest with you, brother, it's winning. <laughs> it's winning. Yeah, it, it's um. You well, you know, you you brought up a point. You brought up a point in challenging, in thinking, in teaching. Now they've they've gone to the extent like, well, we don't like that history, so we're not going to teach it. Yeah. Not that it didn't actually happen. It was just, mm, you know, if we teach that, someone might feel bad. Well. <laughs> yeah, that's a learning moment. That's of course you feel bad. You're not going to learn or change shit if, if everything's going well. It's yeah. when it's it's when things things fall apart. You got to build it back. You got to you got to adapt to it. You know that that's what evolution is. Adam, how easy would school have been with alternative facts? Oh, huh? yeah, <laughs> you got this wrong. Not according to me. According to my alternative facts, yeah, this is pretty accurate. Yeah. yeah, sorry, these people ain't getting the hint. Leave me the hell alone. That's all right. Um, yeah, that's that's it's it's a scary world, my friend. But I I watched the special. You did it at Helium in Philly. Yeah, I just I I, I we've seen each other, known each other for years, and I I always love your work. I love the fact that you. I just got to tell the audience: no matter what this man tells you, he did not play for the '89 Clippers. <laughs> Don't ruin this for me. <laughs> you know, you know how many women believe that. You know how many women think they hooked up with a clipper. Don't be putting the truth out there. I saw, I saw you, I saw that bit, and I was like, oh, that is funny. For those of you who don't know it, Alonzo's this big man. He's very in shape, and he just tells women he played for the Clippers, and he thinks yeah, that they all listen, buy it. It's the worst team in the history of pro sports. No one, like I said, the guys on the '89 Clippers. They're not really sure I wasn't on the 89. <laughs> they never, they never looked down the bench to see who was there. They're like, eh, if he said it, he was probably there. Who would admit to this team? <laughs> Do you still have your? Uh, you still got your mini? You got your John Cooper Works mini? Yes, yes, still got the mini. Um, the and here's the funny thing. So I have the Countryman, right? The, mm -hmm. the big mini. Yeah. I also have a Great Dane who loves the big mini. He, the, the, the back of the car is his bed. I laid down the seats, yeah. I threw a bed back there. He's like, this is our car. So whenever we pull up to the dog park, people are like, stop, you gotta see what's getting out of this mini. <laughs> and <laughs> it's me and my Great Dane. Oh my God. Now your Great Dane has allergies, you were telling me. Oh geez, Adam, it's embarrassing. It's embarrassing, <laughs> I have a Great Dane. He was vegan for four months. Adam, what, about, what are you going to do with a vegan Great Dane? Stop yeah, it. What happened? The vet wanted to figure out what he's allergic to. So they wanted to eliminate meat from his diet. So they, they gave me this. Check this out. You have to get a prescription 
to buy this hydrolyzed soy protein dog food, which costs as much as it sounds like. Mm. And it's completely meat free. So I'm, I, I got a vegan Great Dane. He can't chew bones. He has to chew rubber toys. And let me tell you what a Great Dane does to a rubber toy. All right. It, it's like, I don't know, it's, it's like a thousand horsepower and ball tires. He goes through it pretty quick. But yeah, my dog was a vegan. And you can't threaten anyone with a vegan dog. What do you, my dog's going to bite you. No, he's not. No, he's not. I'm made of meat. He can't bite you. He's not allowed for the next four months while he undergoes his testing. I love him. He's my buddy. But man, yeah. that, was, that was a tough period, having the vegan Dane. Oh, you know, my dog, I don't have a great Dane. I got a little dog. I got, you know, nine pound Jack Russell. My wife was mm -hmm. feeding it. it. It would only eat raw organic bison because she wanted everything natural. So because naturally, that's what a nine pound Jack Russell hunts is bison. I think so. I think they're known for taking down bison. Yeah, herds of bison. <laughs> The scourge of the Native Americans, where of all Buffalo gone. But here's the thing, and I can guarantee this. Mm. You complain about that raw organic bison, you'll be the one not eating. He'll be yeah. eating. You yeah. won't eat. <laughs> yeah, my wife, we, we just spent, no, I'm not kidding, about $1,200 to find out the dog eats too fast. And bloats <laughs> up. That's what we, we just. Isn't, isn't it amazing how. A dog expense doesn't even count. You don't even ask how much it is. Yeah, do it. Yeah. You know, my, my buddy, the doctor, he said he should have learned animals because there's no insurance involved. People pay cash. Mm -hmm. He's like, oh, yeah, they, they just pay cash for the for the animal. Yeah. yeah. I yeah, they my, got us. They my, got oh, us. they got us bad. My little dog was getting five grand for the eyes and whatever else I was paying. Then I was like, ah, oh, this is looking bad. I sold my Buick. I had my, my deuce and a quarter. I did. I was like, she might need something and I'm going to have to make a deal. So, yeah. Brother, I cannot thank you enough. The special is called Stupid Don't Get Tired. It's available for you free on YouTube. Uh, you are one of the funniest veterans in the game, baby. You get a chance to see Alonzo Bowden live. You make that trip. Best to you and your family, my friend. Thank you, my friends. Stay safe. Uh, have fun in New York. And I'll see you when we're both back in L.A. I hope so. Hey, this is Alonzo Bowden, and that was 30 Minutes I'll Never Get Back. Uh, I really like Alonzo. It's good to have him back. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's such a good dude. And by the way, I'm going to take that motto or credo or whatever you call it, stupid, don't get tired. I'm going to use that for the rest of my life. That is genius. Loved hearing that from him. Man. Yeah. It just reinforces. Show me your dick So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It does. When you can laugh at, uh, at stupid and mm -hmm. everybody's laughing at stupid. Yeah. That's good. That's a, a universal stupid. Yeah. A universal yeah. stupid. Yeah. You know yeah. what else is, you know what else I love? Well, the, the story I love when he said people can't make change. There's a sweet greens mm -hmm. in New York. So I went in. It was right at closing time. And I got a salad. I went. I go to pay cash. And the guy's head almost exploded. He was like, oh. <laughs> he goes, "You got? do you have anything else? So I go, what do you want? Pelts? What are we bartering? <laughs> do you want me to do a set for my dinner? I could have done that at the cellar. What are we doing? <laughs> he called the manager over. The manager came over, saw the cash. And he turned around and showed him the cash. And the manager was just like, oh, my God. He was like, <laughs> He's like, not even Apple Pay? Yeah. So they're pushing buttons. The two of them are pushing buttons looking at each other and, and and i got i got a credit card but i'm like nope nope i'm not i ain't doing it 
<laughs> and the guy just went like that, and the, the, the chairs are going up, and the pressure in his head is mounting. You know, and he's just like, "It's on the house, dude. It's on the house." I said, <laughs> "I said, oh, really? Thank you so much." I was going to get a water. Here, here's the water. What else do you want? <laughs> I'd like some stock options. Good, good. Here's some stock options. I I kind of have a tag along on that. Good. I got some advice when you're traveling. Mm-hmm. Always carry a $100 bill if yep. you're tight on money. Mm-hmm. This is kind of bad. Why? <laughs> oh, because you're like, hey, can you break 100 Exactly. And like, oh, no. Exactly. Just take it. Take exactly. It. Yeah. Really? I Revealing forgot who told me nature. that. I forgot. Yeah. I think maybe it was one of your relatives, Adam. One of my relatives? <laughs> then they asked you to borrow $100. <laughs> Do me a favor, Alice. You got $100? I'm going to show you a trick. <laughs> this is what I do, all right? And you know what? I'm traveling, so I'm going to take this with me. <laughs> but now you know, okay? <laughs> Welcome to the family. <laughs> well, listen, the thing about the money, uh, you know, I work with Tony Kornheiser. Mm-hmm. He, he, like, lost it when he went in to the post office a government agency and he tried to pay with cash and they're like, no, nah, sorry, we're not taking cash. He's like, it's right there on the thing, on the bill. So yeah. Legal tender. Yeah. yeah <laughs> this is your job. This is like, this is how it works. And they were like, no, nope, it's, it's, we can only do digital. What stuff. happened yeah. to in God, we trust everyone else pays cash. What happened to that? <laughs> I have no idea. COVID, I guess, you know, people are like, we don't want to touch your filthy bills anymore. So, so what did Tony touch do? Your filthy bills. T- Tony bought the post office so he could. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it's a whole new. Here's the other thing: I don't want people tracking me. Going, he eats salads three times a week. You'd think he'd be thinner, you know? Yeah, I don't need some data like that, and then some surreptitious email that says, "Hey, would you like another salad?" You know, I was I thinking about grapes the other day, and then I got a sale on my my email going up. They're in Concord grapes on sale. <laughs> well, it goes even deeper than that. What? If if you think about it, if your dollar goes digital, mm-hmm. who do you think can shut it off? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know? Hmm. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. They, can, they, 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 they you, don't need, you don't need anyone coming up and hitting you in the back of the head or digging a hole to bury your body. They just push delete and you're gone. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> that's yeah. how yeah, scary that's, it is, Mr. Is Orwell. Yeah. yeah. You know what? I think Orwell would be like, that's a good thing. And in Animal Farm 2, I'm going to write that in. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's move on. <clears throat> Too glum. Well, I'll tell you what. You know what? The fact that Alonzo gave, and maybe it wasn't his whole kidney, but part of his kidney to Mm -hmm. his brother, does that not put him in the Hall of Fame as, like, you're one of the greatest people ever? I love that he did that. I mean, I guess I'd do it for my brother. I don't know. Yeah. it would, it, would, it would take some persuading. Like I'm using it. Yeah, I do it for my brother. I, I do it. I do it for my wife. I do it for. I do it for. I'd start. I do it for you. I'd never let you forget it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, that's okay. I'll do it myself. I just gave you my kidney. Don't worry about yeah, it. I'll it's it fine. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. What do you want from me? My kidney. Yeah. Wait, you have it. Yeah. <laughs> You want the other one, Stern? Is that what you want? Huh? <laughs> That's oh the way to go. Goodness. You know what, Stern? Never mind. I'll just I'll take the bus. It's, it's you know. <laughs> right. I don't need you I to gotta, pick me up. I'll take the bus. I'm only ten minutes away, but I'll take the bus. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> I just got to stop and pee a lot because you know I only got one kidney. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. That's hilarious. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. who knew that once you give a kidney, you get. To, um, you yeah. get to go to the head of the line. The head of the line. 
That is amazing. That is getting a system right. Like, oh, you did that? You get straight to the front of the line if you need that. Yeah, That's awesome. yeah but he's got, the, the, his brother's got three now. So he's got, yeah. he's, he's got tri-power kidney. Yeah. Well, yeah. His kidney got much. better? No, they just put the other one in there, so it was like turbocharging him. Mm-hmm. What does the kidney do anyway? <laughs> Works with a catalytic converter. Is that what it does? Are you th- just thinking about selling it? <laughs> <laughs> Here's what I'm thinking. What do they go for? Goodness. Adam. What? You, don't, you need your kidneys. Apparently, you only need one. <laughs> Last I checked, I got two. <laughs> oh, man. Let's we, not get into uh, selling organs, okay? Well, not all of them. I'll keep the ones <laughs> we need. Man, and I love, I I don't understand half the time when you're talking about it. But you guys went way geeky on cars. Yeah, you did. Yeah. Love, love, yeah, well, you I can. guys went down the Well, I can with him. <laughs> I know. You know, but he's not following you into electric, though. Here's the thing with the electric cars. You know, I was driving them. It's like you got to learn a new language. You know, the theater's kind of gone. There's no sound. That's crazy, too. With the BMW, you had to take a class to well, yeah, well, even the, uh, operate it. The, the the radio used to be a nightmare. I couldn't stand the radio. Here's the I love the steering in a BMW. The mm, radio. The, I'm a Porsche. I know, but I like the steering in a BMW. Okay. Um, the, what I don't like about the BMW, the cup holders. Is all the way over on the passenger side. You push it, it comes out. I was like, mm, I don't like this. You don't have the cup holder by the driver's seat? No, it's on the other side. Why? And I don't like the way it's a that, driving experience. It's, it's the ultimate driving machine. Oh, man. <laughs> so, that's how we do it in Germany. Yeah, but but keeps I, need, very- I need my coffee, Fraulein. <laughs> <laughs> I will say this on my little BMW. The drink holders are the worst part about the car. Yeah, they're very flimsy, and you knock them. All, it's like it's they come out of the dash. They come out of the dash. You push them. They come yeah. out. It's, it's yeah. the drink holders and the payments. I could do without that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I'm I'm I don't I'm listen. Mm. I love planet Earth. I love Mother Earth. I want this to be around for a long time. However, I also really love my gas car with my standard oh. shift, and I really don't I like. You're going to have to bury me in that car. I love that thing. I've seen you drive. It's only a matter of time. Here's the thing. (laughs) I'm with you, Stern. I would get get a 69 Mustang with a 429 Cobra Jet in it. I would love side pipes. (laughs) Yeah. We need an island. An island that has oil in, on it, mm-hmm. and then we can just hang out on the island and the oil island. Yeah. I don't want to live on oil island. That's you know, where, you island. know where I want to live? The borough of cash. Uh, you don't want <laughs> cash? Give it to me. <laughs> Give it to me. I'll take it all. <laughs> I'll t- let me take that off your cash. Oh, filthy Luca! Come here. I got my gloves. I'll That's take it what off your. I'm head. saying. Give me your filthy cash. Yeah. I'll tell you what I didn't know was that there are different kind of plugs. For the different kind of electric cars. That's like, what I was telling Adam. Adam, mm-hmm. we need to find someone who makes adapters mm-hmm. and make a freaking yeah. adapter. Call it the Adam. That's right. We call it the Adam. That's right. You know, we'll feed your ego, and it'll Thank solve you. all that the problems. That's what she first goes. We'll call the. We'll we'll have all the cars surgically altered to look like you. How's that? <laughs> well, <laughs> but I, I was thinking the same thing. Someone's already thinking about that, right? Yeah. Okay. That, 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 you well, it's, like make, a, it's like a plug, yeah. right? You got to like make a, it. You got to make it. You have to make it like just standard, so you can travel yes. around. And that's just—it's just bullshit that you know Tesla has their own plugs. No one's got their own plugs. That—that's got to well, change. That's—that's um, that's, that's got to change. Can you imagine? I mean, like you guys are talking about in the interview. Can you imagine showing up, and being like, 
you know, fill up your gas tank. And they're like, oh, sorry. No, we don't we don't fit that kind of gas tank. You missed my wedding. I didn't have an adapter. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. Jeez. I saw someone online that his Tesla mm-hmm. ran out of juice. Right. So he went to the gas station to get some gas for his gas electric charger. Hybrid? No, oh, he had a charge. He's got a generator? He has a generator, but it needs gas. He's wait a minute. He's driving. He's driving a, driving Tesla, a Tesla with a generator in the back, just in case he runs out. So he would go into the gas station to fill a gas tank, so a gas like a generator, net, right? And then he plugged it into his Tesla. Okay, just buy a hybrid. What are you doing? Well, I'm just saying he's safe <laughs> if he is in the desert and mm-hmm. you don't have anywhere to plug it in. If you're in the desert, where are you going to go get gas in the desert? There's more gas than plugins. All right. There's more gas than plugins. I tell you another thing I loved about Alonzo of the many things you guys talked about. Mm-hmm. He might have given me the greatest lie of all time that he played on the '89 Clippers. That is such a brilliant yeah. genius lie because, as he said, even the guys on that team—that was such an awful team—to be like, "Oh yeah, maybe he did. I don't know. Yeah, sure. Yeah, he must have played with us." That is just such a brilliant, unprovable lie. I actually dated someone from the Clippers. You did? Yes. It wasn't Alonzo, was it? He's bullshitting you. <laughs> no, it was not. Saw him in the uniform and everything. He's legit. He uh, was legit. Great. I'm sure Alonzo had a uniform, too. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> now, now, thank, thank God I don't like basketball. Because that would just piss me off now. You know, you know, you know what really pissed me off? I had, I had an ex-girlfriend of mine cheat on me with Michael Keaton. I was, and I'm like, you know what? I hope you're happy. I hope you're happy. You ruined Batman for me. Okay? That sucks. Son of a bitch. It was when I first moved out to California. And uh, I had a futon. I was sleeping on a futon. And she, she was staying over. And, and like, she bought, she bought a bed. She goes, I want, that was my birthday. She goes, I'm buying you a bed for your birthday. I go, you just want it because you don't want to sleep on a futon anymore. She's like, yeah. <laughs> then when we broke up and I found this whole thing out, I, went, I, I slept in the bed and I got really, really sick. I was like, she put a curse <laughs> on this bed. I said, you know what? I wasn't taking a chance. I got, I got rid of the mattress. I, Good for you. I donated yeah. it. I went. I would. To, I, not only did I donate it, it was, it was out of the closet. Is the uh, the thrift store that was on Fairfax? I carried the mattress down there, and I said, <laughs> "Why Look. can I picture that?" I, said, I, was, I had the mattress on my back, <laughs> and I carried. It. I go, "I'd like to donate this." They go, "Oh, thank you. It looks brand new." He goes, "It is. There might be a curse on it. I'm just saying. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know if it's specific to me." And they went, we'll take it. It's fine. We'll. What is that, disclosure? Yeah, full disclosure. I, I needed to leave with a, with a conscience. You know, yeah. I had my conscience to be clear. I said, you might want to rub some garlic on it. I don't know how you get rid of a curse, but it, it is a pillow top. So I hope it makes somebody happy. You didn't need that stinking mattress? I didn't need a stinking mattress either. If I, if, I, if I really want to lay down. Now I know I can sleep in a mini countryman because it fits, it fits a, a vegan Great Dane. I had no idea. How funny was that? I could just picture this. Alonzo, like people just watching him mm-hmm. get out of the car and then this Greg Dane get out of the car. Like, how did they fit in there? Yeah, yeah. It was, like, crazy. Like, yeah. Yeah, the clown car. He's like, that guy played for the 89 Clippers and look at that dog. <laughs> Too funny. And he's got yeah. a vegan Great Dane. I thought you'd like that, honey. Yeah, well, you got to do what you got to do to find out what's wrong with your pets. I know. Cost us, Stern, cost me about $900 to find out my dog eats too fast. <laughs> I'll tell you, it paid for my stress. Yeah, because we were now worried. I, yeah, because well, sure. yeah. she was limping and all this thing was affecting. Yeah, she being, was bloated. She, was, she wasn't right. It was right. affecting everything. Yeah, and I said, honey, you got to take the dog in. So she took the dog in. Yeah. And uh, they're running some tests. So I'm all nervous and everything. I'm... And We're they, both nervous. I was like crying. Yeah, I said, just get it done, get it done, get it done. All right. And she goes back up. I go, what did they say? He goes, 
she eats too fast. I go, what? I said, that's every male in my family eats too fast. <laughs> Didn't cost me $900. They... Well, and she's on a probiotic. She's on a probiotic. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So now now <laughs> we got to buy a dog probiotic. That can't they be make, cheap. They, no, they're, I can, they're, they make them inexpensive. Well, a good, good ones. Could, couldn't the vet just give you like a scientific sounding name instead of yeah? She had me, you know. She had me scared. Mm-hmm. This one oh, phone call, sure. you know, yeah. you get that phone call. Okay, we we have to run some tests, mm-hmm. and yeah, no, mm, there's a mass it, here, and I'm like, what? And so you know, I was freaking out. I did not call Adam because I know he would freak out. Mm. So I was just talking it out with my sister. Talking it out, and then we got the phone call, and it was great news. Yeah, yeah, we were praying, and yeah. it was great news. Then I got the bill, and it was bad news. <laughs> <laughs> Nine hundred dollars. Yeah. Tell the dog to slow down a little. Yeah, bit. you know, Pretty maybe much. maybe read the newspaper while she's eating. You know, just kind of slow it down just a bit. Yeah. So now she's got to eat slower, so nothing goes bad. The, the, my dog is at the same point in her life as I am in my life. I, I work out. Not that things are going to get better. I'm just trying so things don't get worse. You know, <laughs> it's like you work out, you're going to get jacked, you're going to get ripped. I go. I'm I'll be happy if I don't get cramps, okay? <laughs> How's that? I'll take care of myself. The other night, I had a toe cramp. I thought I was going to die. I swear <laughs> to God. The I little about this. Yeah. The little piggy that... that, that piggy. The, 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 went to market? No. he The one next to it went over the one that went to market. You ever have that, the second toe go over the big toe? No. I thought I was going to die. I thought I was going to die. <laughs> I got to do toe stretches before I go to bed now. That's it. Toe stretches. Yeah. So it's like everything we do now is just, just so nothing goes bad. I'm going to wash my balls. See? He oh, doesn't want man. The... Why do I have to hear that? <laughs> <laughs> I want to thank my pal Alonzo for coming back on the show. His special is called Stupid Don't Get Tired. Sorry you have to hear about Phil's balls, Alonzo. Oh, my God. <laughs> Goodness. <laughs> Uh, that was a lot of fun. If they want to get all this, where do they go? Adam Farrar at Gmail. There you go. The show is uh, growing. Please tell 35 people you know about the show. That'll help us out. Uh, and um, if you give a chance to leave us a review, you know, that helps us with our friend. Mr. Algorithm. Always remember She that. says it's so much better than I do. Doesn't she? <laughs> she really does. It's so great having you back, Alex. Yes. <laughs> Good to be back, boys. Uh, please remember we're all in this together, brothers and sisters. Share the road, and life is hard, so you take it easy on yourself. The pod has ended. Go in peace. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) What are you talking about? See what I'm saying? (laughs) That was a recording. That was was even that people listening don't even know now. (laughs) Oh, don't worry, Phil. Everybody knows.